0: Hello. Welcome to Desiring Brethren. I hate Jackson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name's Jackson. Welcome to the Desiring Brethren podcast.
2: Uh, I'm Tanner Hobbs. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll keep going. Oh, yeah.
0: We have, uh, yeah, I guess we're just rolling with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Joining us today (laughs) is, um, well, introduce yourself do you not
3: remember my name? No, I don't.
1: <laughs> well no, right. no, we know your name. It's just that the people might not know your name. So for their yeah. sakes, yeah, I see. introduce yourself. Um
3: I'm Anna Page. Oh Anna Page. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's for you.
1: <laughs> Holy cow.
0: It's awesome to have Anna with us. Uh we are talking today about camp. It's spring. It's we're we're drawing near to the Season the, of Love. All you know we're drawing near and near to camp season. Um, mm-hmm. And we wanted to have Anna join us to talk about camp. You're a, we throw around "expert" real loosely. <laughs> <a> expert, <right? laughs> Anna
2: is following in my footsteps when it comes to camp. She has gone to Nova Scotia, been to the mountaintop, come back once again, and uh, she is leading the Carmel, the Mount Carmel Bible School, Jesse Camp team college this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Major big, massive deal. Boom. Congrats, Anna.
3: Oh, thanks. Thanks.
2: So we're expecting a lot, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we've, yep. for this one, we've
1: thrown in the big guns. I led camp team, too. Dave, did you go you on did? camp team?
2: Yeah, I did. Oh, ABC. No, no, I, no at Carmel. Oh. No, no, he led the Carmel one.
0: So this is my camp team story. At Mount, Mount Carmel, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, their Bible school we all went to, they run a camp team every summer where mm. they have five or so ish students send out and they do like eight weeks in a row of camp. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. I don't know why anyone would want to do it, but it's awesome that they do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were asking all of us to think about and pray about whether we should go. So I came into the meeting with (laughs) Wayne and he's like, so are you want to do camp team? And I I said, (laughs) I don't know. Um, (laughs) uh, I think that I, um, I'm putting myself out there, and God will choose whether I go or not. We're just saying, you will choose whether I... go. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Wayne thought that was terrible, and so I didn't go. Oh, that's so <laughs> oh, funny.
2: Thank Oh, Dave, you're beautiful.
1: <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding.
0: Because I would die on Camp Team. I, hmm. I don't know how you people do it.
2: You're, uh, you're like a dwarf, Dave. You're a natural sprinter. <laughs> and, uh, not totally sure you're meant for the eight-week long haul. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't say it better myself. Mm,
0: good. Um, how about we... Let's, let's just This is going to be like a roundtable episode. We're just going to chat, swap some stories. Mm. How about we just go around and give a brief... This is sort of how many camps I've gone to. This is sort of what they're like. Let's just establish our, our camp...
2: Ness. Ooh, is it like a bragging competition? yeah. Oh, yeah, oh totally. one upper for
0: sure.
1: That's what I'm gathering. <laughs> oh, Dave,
0: Jack, bring it.
1: Well, I think I win. <laughs> so, oh yeah, ten, Uh oh, yeah? No, I. Well, I did. I think I've been to maybe nine different camps.
3: I've been to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> give me another oh, number. <laughs> give me another. Uh, <laughs>
2: How many conversions? Give me the number. Give me the numbers, Uh,
1: Well, okay. I know I have you guys on this one. Half of one and a definite rededication.
2: recommitments are not .5. There's no theological basis for them being
1: .5. Then, uh, man, I'm like 0 and 12, 0 and 9. Oh, those are good numbers. Do you
0: go to
2: camps that,
0: like, we grew up going to... Brethren camps, Brethren mm. based. Did you go to some that weren't?
1: Uh, They're were all like loosely Anabaptist, so kind of affiliated. But what's the most expensive camp you've gone
3: to? <laughs> I think it was the most non-Brethren <laughs> camp oh. you've gone to. the coolest
2: expensive activity at it. Yeah.
1: So they had every day at like so. There's this thing called Tuck that some camps do. Oh yeah, yeah. baby. And <laughs> oh no not, not yeah and sequels. like and this camps so tuck is just like kind of the afternoon snack like kind of hangout thing that they do i don't know why they call it tuck because it's food it must be some correlation with tuck everlasting obviously <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> or tuck everlasting right alexis bladel good that's, movie that's <laughs>
1: <real>. <laughs> and so in this particular tuck like they would have a cappuccino machine going and they would make like crazy drinks and stuff like that and the kids would actually spend money on it like they would bring money to camp spend it like that's that's like ludicrous to me in the first place (laughs) bring money to camp unless they're bethel bucks okay from the previous (laughs) camp season but abort abort (laughs) (laughs) anyways and then uh but what the thing was is that they had this tuck thing where you could get like whatever caffeinated drink you want but the whole week they had like a free tim horton style like french vanilla um mocha hot chocolate dispensers you could get that for free at any point that you would want so i'm yeah. downing back the like the <laughs> glories of tim hortons at this camp and people are spending the money like oh i gotta do this so i think the moral of the story is just camp kids are stupid
3: right right no
1: man that's just
2: that's just prepping them for work in the oil patch man those camps camps have like ice cream machines chocolate milk machines 24-hour kitchens yeah it's just training the next the next era of uh blue collar workers a
1: chocolate milk machine would wreck me
2: (laughs) oh jack you would not survive the night
1: (laughs) i would have a tummy ache for a while i've never (laughs) been
0: to a camp that gave me more than, like, a stick and a ball and said, like, go make your own <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's so brethren, oh,
1: gosh. Wow, so really good. true. Uh, that's, that's really good. If Kenner, the facilities aren't falling
3: over, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Kenner,
0: what was your camp,
2: uh... We we pay our zero dollars to go to these camps, and we're like, oh man, we get there. And they're like, I don't know, make your own. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you expect? When
3: you go to other camps, and you're like, you have mattresses? <laughs> Losing your mind.
2: Exactly. Oh yeah. The idea of having mattresses is like, oh well, la di da. <laughs> yeah.
0: Then <laughs> I was
1: at a hotel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, what's uh, what's your camp story like?
2: Okay, this is bad because I was on the bus this morning thinking about it mm-hmm. and then I decided to write a song.
0: <laughs> very camp
1: like. Good. What
2: key yeah, is Yeah, it is very camp like.
0: Thank you. I hope it's super annoying. I and... guarantee you there is no key to what I'm talking <laughs> Right. That's how it
2: goes. <clears throat> you ready? This mm-hmm. is uh, the bus this morning. Here we go. <clears throat> I was car counted one day. On a dusty Alberta township road. (laughs) when along beside me came a silage truck with a high and covered canvas load. He asked me if I was stuck in the ditch and do I need a ride. (laughs) I was bored out of my mind, so I hopped right on inside. He asked me had I ever seen a road with so much dust and sand, and I said, I gotta get my Johnny Cash on. Totally. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to every camp in this year land. <laughs> mm. <laughs> been to every camp, man. Been to every camp, man. <laughs> Drank the Pemino water, man. <laughs> Breathe the mountain, air, man. Of chicken burgers, I've had my share, man. <laughs> I've been everywhere. <laughs> I've been to Bethel Bible, Mies, Sock of Lodge, South Alberta, Crow's Nest, Eagle's Nest, Pioneer, Riverside, Circle Square, Teen Time, Okotoks, Faith Bible, Echo Lake, Pine Lake, Long Lake, but not Plover Lake. I've been everywhere, <laughs> man. I've been everywhere, <laughs> man. Drink the Pemino, water, man. Breathe the mountain, air, man. Of spaghetti, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've been chore boy, counseling, directing, speaking, leading the camp team, never done the cooking, children's (laughs) camp, teen camp, day camp. Uh, Would you say that? I've led canoeing, archery, riflery, drama, baseball, football, campball, and taught them all. I've done devos and Hebrews, Joshua, Obadiah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, even Song of Songs. Oh my. (laughs) Now everybody on the (laughs) chorus. (laughs) because <laughs> my voice can't handle it right
1: yeah, that was all pretty winded buddy <laughs> all
2: right all right let's let's just wow. get a few of these verses more verses across <laughs> i've done monk meals prison meals home meals class meals medieval feasts eat like beasts i've sang about elbows pom-pom patch thanks for the meal getting down sing us a song now I've thrown up after sunstroke, stroke, water chug, milk chug, <laughs> <breaches, laughs> <laughs> breakfast sausages, crud, bell pepper, chili pepper, habanero, tell ya. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, no. That verse doesn't rhyme. All right. Let me try one <laughs> more time. <laughs> of skits I've done. The movie theater, motor toilet, nerd and bully, kung fu, pebble skit, rock skit, peanut skit. They're all the same skit. <laughs> I- <laughs> And then there's, like, a little addition. I never finish this verse. I've mooned Cabin 9, Cabin 10, <laughs> Cabin 7, Cabin 8.
3: Thank you very much. Oh, Thank that's you. That, was like, that was, like, actually really good.
0: That's better than anything Desiring Brethren does. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> okay, Anna, top that. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. That's a long bus ride.
0: Holy cow. But that, that song actually, yeah. That encapsulates, like encapsulates a lot of camp. Yeah, yeah. That's throwing funny. up The memories are skits, flooding, flooding back. Songs.
3: That, that's camp. <laughs> that's camp.
0: Did any of you guys accept Jesus at camp? I don't think.
1: Like how many times we
0: talked about <laughs> I <laughs> Let's throw out numbers. Let's good. throw all out right, numbers. Right. Wait, wait. There's another verse of the song. About <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm going to top all your numbers by six <laughs> i'm taking that as a no (laughs) wait do do rededications count as 0.5 in this instance
3: (laughs) 10 points i'm
1: relying on that i'm relying on that
3: no i don't think so although i think i've never had like a like i don't remember a conversion moment so like Mm. i got baptized at camp but like hey not um not like converted per se but i don't really know when I got converted
2: (laughs) so right yeah like I'm sure I prayed the prayer genuinely at camp Mm -hmm. it's just that I probably had prayed it before and like does the prayer do anything and then you get into like another Mm -hmm. episode so (laughs) I (laughs) I have I have prayed whether God answered me at camp that's (laughs) another question how about you guys
0: uh I wasn't at camp
1: okay yeah I wasn't at camp for me either can I say something bad?
3: <laughs>
1: what, what we yeah, no. <laughs> no. What, what? No. what we a way to prime. I'm on today? your side, Jack. Go. Uh, one of my brothers, I think, was baptized at camp, but that brother was baptized, like, seven times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: heard of
2: that what? is that real
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he went to like a few churches and when the church is like we're doing a baptism he was like, yeah i'm in <laughs> oh that's the most incredible thing i've ever heard did he, did yeah.
3: he not shower at home was no, it just like it bad just like, opportunity
1: no just a thing that he just sort of did like oh people are getting baptized yeah yeah might as well join in
3: yeah <laughs> But, like, that
2: totally makes sense because that's people, awesome. like, raise their hand to get converted, like, 50 times. Like, hmm. why hmm. would you not use that same log- logic on baptisms? Yeah, totally. I've just never – probably, like, three is the max I've ever heard.
3: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's uh,
1: it's something. Oh, man. Okay, uh, keep, keep going, wow. Dave. <laughs> uh, that's, that's awesome. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> how about any any other – what you would say were great spiritual growth hmm. moments at camp.
1: Easily CTP is where I grew. Counselor training program at Bethel.
2: So what was so great about CTC or uh, CTP?
1: You, They just put you through a lot of things that uh, is a steep learning curve in your spiritual growth. That you're challenged, and you're like, you got to be with kids and put stuff to the test and it was like really i needed that extra push that it provided
2: the only thing i remember from ctp is the lesson that had nothing to do with me that was about worship leading Mm -hmm. and how you're supposed to remember that there's always someone in the room who's better at guitar than you yeah that was the advice they gave and i thought that was so brilliant (laughs) and it will never be applied in my life but it you know that's the growth it was there how about you Anna
3: um oh there's like a bunch of moments I think like probably like I don't know markers that camp holds as like spiritual growth moments yeah like that year I got baptized was a a big one like I feel like not just the baptism itself but like when like after just having that community around me and then it was the same year that it was like the classic, you know, like whatever, we'll probably talk about this, but just like that classic camp high and Mm. then everyone leaves and it's camp low. And then just this idea of like Jesus being tied to an emotion. And then Mm -hmm. when you leave, it's like that emotion is gone. And therefore Jesus is gone. That, I don't know, it was the first year that I left camp and like actually started reading my Bible and started Mm. to like dig into my faith and not that, you know, inside the pages of your bible like jesus pops out but like it changed yeah i don't know that year was the start of something like a re- like there was a real relationship that i don't know seemed to start there um probably my last year of senior high camp though was like my favorite year ever jen letts was counseling me and we mm-hmm. had like the whole cabin we all knew each other from before and like it was the weirdest probably like probably the best counseling that Jen could do, but she just came up to all of us and she was like, okay, like what do you guys want to talk about in devos this week? Mm. Like rather than like just coming with the prayer prepared stuff. Cause she knew that all of us were really wanting to dig into like our faith. So she kind of was like, okay, what do you, what do you want to hear? Like, what are you guys struggling with? What can I like get talking about? And we just like, just all started sharing like stuff happening in our lives and Mm -hmm. she um particularly like a lot of guilt like guilt was like a big aspect that all of us were struggling with and she got wayne to come into our cabin Mm -hmm. one night wayne just like talked about guilt and this idea of like he he gave us this analogy of like a mailbox and like when you feel guilt it's like there's this flag up with this mailbox just saying something's going on inside but sometimes you have to like open it in the knowledge of grace and just put the flag down like you have to know that it's just a feeling of something coming up saying something going on inside but like grace is stronger and like to put the flag down um, that is
2: such a rural Alberta analogy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Kids was, today would be like, like what? I don't, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> is it like a notification on Facebook?
3: Okay. Is that like deleting an email? No, like, it, was, <laughs> it made sense. Um, and we still to this day will joke about that of just like just, – just flags down everybody. But like hmm. it was a really – like we really bonded as a cabin and like just – like none of us wanted to talk to boys. We just like wanted mm. to hang out in the cabin all the time and just huh. talk about like life. That is a lie. Like here, well, I don't know. At least I thought so. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Like it was it was so. Oh, I'm glad my camp like camping experience ended on that note because it was amazing. No way.
1: kidding, that's cool. Yeah,
0: no, I'm
2: kidding. Old Jen Let, she's wily. She's got all her strategies. Like I would she's say like she she's like case in the joint and was like, oh, these ones, they'll I'll get 'em with my No, you be the counselor this week. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: I once made the mistake of asking Jen, like, were you at uh were you at that great prisoner camp that Ben Hoffs did? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Dang uh,
2: And she was like I directed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, that is painful. I'm sorry, Jen. Oh, that's good... Yeah, my brother and Jen. That was a sweet camp. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll probably we'll probably get into some things that happened at that camp later. But <clears throat> did any of you have what you would call negative, possibly even damaging experiences <laughs> at camp spiritually?
1: Hmm. I wonder if that's a part of it. Like you let people say things and they're really dumb and wrong and then you have to work through them of why they're wrong and that you let those poor experiences like you lean into them but like mm-hmm. often not people like to use it as an excuse to be like oh they said this this hurt me and i'm mm-hmm. leaving but for me it was the the uh, like the the wrong things of camp i've worked through and some of them i've grown to love and some of them I'm, i've refined and then like still see their necessity within camp mm-hmm. and uh yeah, e- even just the concept of, like, you have a week, make sure they pray the prayer, and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, you cringe a little bit, right? But a part of you is, like, in one moment, they need to be introduced. And in one moment, they need to, like, come to see or, like, have someone share the word with them. And then, like, who knows how they'll take it. But, like, you, if if God loves camp, then you, then you see what happens with it.
2: If. If God loves camp.
1: <laughs> That's not up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Tamara. Go ahead. What are your stuff? No No,
2: um, I was thinking about this and like I, I definitely have bad memories and like bad mm. – I <laughs> abusive is thrown a lot, um, thrown around a lot. Spiritually mm. maybe manipulative or like mm-hmm. unhealthy moments. Mm-hmm. But as I was thinking about them, I was thinking I don't know if I've had anyone at camp – and I've heard of these – happening where it was like the person had bad motivations and bad stuff happened at camp where they were abusive or like preached hellfire way too much or Hmm. like really pressured people into the prayer. I don't know if I've experienced that personally,
1: Hmm.
2: but what I've experienced is like people who don't think through the amount of power they have at camp as leaders Mm -hmm. because like kids are just like, It's so intense, and they're so tired by the end, and their friends are there, they're away from parents, and often they've been primed that camp is, like, the place where I get emotional. So, like, they're expecting it coming in to, like, lay out all their spiritual problems from the last year. And, like, if you walk into that as a leader and you are not thinking about the fact that you have, like, tons of power over these kids... Mm -hmm. I think you just unintentionally like really screw up. So I've seen speakers just like use it very poorly. I've seen counselors do it poorly mm-hmm. and I've done it poorly because I just, you just don't quite get how like powerful that week is mm-hmm. in, um, yeah, boy, mm-hmm. it's tricky. So like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing nefarious, but like definitely unhealthy stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I no, I would definitely agree with particularly like the emotional um well yeah, you have so much emotional power over kids in that week. Um I think that this other aspect that is spiritually damaging but like to do with camp, but like I guess not at camp is the classic like the counselor that counseled you and then mm. you seeing their lives after camp and going Oh, that's the worst oh, thing in the that's, world when you're young it's like it's that's a that's a lot to work through and like i remember one i wasn't even supposed to be into that staff meeting i was choring or something but i heard a director say like once like you have to remember if you're a counselor like kids see things very black and white so when you friend all these kids on facebook they're going to be looking at your posts and going like wow that's like really shows that they're not a christian you know it's like the whole weaker brother argument of saying yeah like it might be fine even 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 like so i've seen counselors that have fallen away from the faith and like that's really hard to see but there's also kids that are looking at counselors who for them it doesn't seem wrong what they're saying or posting or how they're living but kids are going oh my goodness their spiritual state is Like it's so wrong for them because it just morals are way more black and white when you're younger and we get older and forget that state um, of that. But yeah, so I think that aspect's probably harmed me more, but I've been fortunate enough to have like a ton of solid leaders that, yeah, it's not like everyone turned out to be a fraud, you know, but Mm -hmm. it does feel that way.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't even know how you like, I mean, obviously there's ways to screen and try to make, counselors better counselors and all that but really in the end counselors are gonna disappoint you man like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're real human beings you mm-hmm. know like at, at camp they're not or something yeah I, I had the same experience but I mean right now you know 10 years later I go like okay well yeah sure some of these guys were fakes but some of them were just regular dudes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is after the fact everyone hello this is us 10 minutes later uh, <laughs> Smooth. We talked forever about camp, and it was awesome. So we're actually making this into two episodes. So this is the end of part one. Stay tuned for such discussion topics as tease him, Jackson.
1: Ah, uh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> what rhymes with smush? <laughs> that that doesn't sound appealing Worse. at all. <laughs> <laughs> When you guys put me on the spot like this, I win. Oh, let's do hot takes. No, no.
2: no. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're going to be talking about all the the real stuff. You know, yeah. we got past, like, the obligatory camp stuff, and then we mm. went deep creationism. <laughs> there's a 30-minute conversation coming up, folks. Mm-hmm. No, there's not. But uh, can we do a listener mail, guys?
1: Cue the music. Listener mail. Listener mail. Have a listen to some listen to Me. All right, awesome! That was great. Thanks. Props to David Shorten for providing that awesome tunage for us. Hey, <laughs> clap,
2: clap, clap! It sounds clap. more authentic every time.
1: Say it. <laughs> I'm so bitter.
2: <clears throat> we had some good responses to the Billy Graham rule uh, with Ellie and Jackson, and I. Dave missed out on that one.
1: That makes sense. Why oh, we had good. Re- Never mind.
2: So the Billy Graham rule, um, not eating alone with uh, women or dining alone or being in a car alone with them. It's what a lot of pastors, leaders, uh, Christians do still. We had some good comments on the Facebook. I was doing final papers and stuff and so did not reply. So I apologize to the people there. That was my job. But I want to read you guys' comments because they were really helpful. Caleb West... Best guy in the world. Caleb could – you know how You know how Trump says he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and everybody would still vote for him?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm Caleb listening. Caleb could you shoot someone
2: attention. in the middle of Fifth Avenue and I'd still vote for him. You know why? Because when he was in junior high, one afternoon after church, he invited me to play Lego. Mm. And I was younger than him. And it was really cool. And I always thought that was the coolest thing ever.
1: I ten- – Because – May I? Yeah. May I? I think that his mom may have made Oh, I know. <laughs>
2: no, no. Let's be clear. I know his mom made him. But when you're in junior high with all the social pressure and awkwardness, true, it was awesome, and I don't care. <laughs> so, Caleb, anything you say is gold. Hmm. Uh, here's what he says. He says, that that seems like a pretty old and outdated rule. If there's a fear of infidelity, if you're alone with a woman other than your wife... I think there's bigger issues at hand in the marriage than the time spent. Right. Yeah. This would totally eliminate the self-control, just like how not being around anyone who drinks eliminates it. And then when life hits, you don't know how to control yourself to one or two drinks. Hmm. Do you guys think that's true? I was interested by that comment. Like, by making such an extreme rule, you're not actually learning how to do interactions in moderation. So that if you ever break the rule, you're going to go, like, way overboard.
1: Dave, we need to wait and hear your thoughts on it, right?
2: I,
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, my thoughts on the Billy Graham rule in a nutshell oh, no. <laughs> are... It's, it is a very extreme rule that, in its extreme sense, is probably no good. Hmm. Um, I, I feel like what... What people have to look out for isn't one-off or random here-and-there meetings with people. It's when you are repeatedly building... When you're building a relationship with someone, the more and more you get to know them, the more you open up, the more you share. That's when you have to start yep. looking at, that's right. okay, what, what exactly am I feeling towards this person? Yeah,
2: I, I think you're right, Dave, and that's why I liked Caleb's first point about the fear of infidelity... Maybe you have to talk about your marriage. That's true. At the same time, I'm not sure about the second point because if you didn't have the Billy Graham rule and you say you had learned how to moderate yourself around women. I think when life hits you, you're going to have the same struggle or possibly more of a struggle because you already have these relationships built that you are able to easily speak more of your problems to. You know, so it's just because it's such a gradual buildup, I'm just not, I'm not not totally sure, but I mean, I, I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then Mark Robertson, who I actually don't know, which is always fun when somebody who you don't know comments, Mm -hmm. unless I do know you and then I'm sorry, Mark, (laughs) (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He said, uh. If you always associate being alone with women with sex, then eventually when you're alone with a woman, your mind will just go sexual. Hmm. We should be able to consider women as being colleagues, clients, consultants, friends, hmm. without just making their only purpose sexual. Hmm. And then Jen Bennett, my neighbor, who is oh. awesome, uh, said, interesting. I see how this could be helpful in some areas, but I definitely has some, had some negative experiences because of the stigma created. I've felt judged by others when I don't comply with it, and I don't think that's okay. I think it's great for those who know their weakness and choose to follow it. That is helpful. It's good to hear from people who have been on the other side, the receiving end, because we're often talking about men following the rule. Yeah. So. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the feedback. I, uh, that's a big topic. I'm appreciating the people it was talking about it.
1: Bigger than I thought that it was. I thought it was just this weird one-off thing but like right
2: it seems like a little quirk but like it reveals so much because it's a quirk on a hot button issue yeah exactly so fun fun dave lead us lead us home
0: yeah uh thanks anna for joining us
2: uh... anna you're the best the best
1: Mm -hmm. thanks for your rants we invite more of them
3: (laughs) thanks Mm -hmm.
2: and they will hear more of them
3: (laughs) for real part two (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, thanks for listening to Mail as well. You, you can reach us on our Facebook page, Desiring Brethren, or you can email us at desiringbrethrenpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Got it right this time. Yes.
2: God bless us, everyone. <laughs>
0: and
1: America, too.
2: <laughs> I'm David
0: Shore.
1: <laughs> I'm Jackson O'Brien. I'm Tanner Hoffs.
3: And I'm Anna Page. So-